eclipse chaser when I was actually chasing the northern lights. He said, well, what else is on your list? And I told him. And one of the phenomena on my list was the coral spawning off the coast of Australia near the Cape York Peninsula. And, I, and he said, well, you've got to have an eclipse. This wasn't just any eclipse. It's a total eclipse of the sun. What is so compelling about a total eclipse of the sun that someone would travel halfway across the world to watch it happen? What happens in a total eclipse is that you actually are able to see the corona of the sun. It's an extraordinary experience. The corona of the sun seems to bloom out from behind the moon. And really, it's, it's to see the sun for the first time, in a sense, because you, you are able to look at that corona with your naked eye. What did it look like? It truly looks like a blooming, like a, a white lily blooming out from behind the moon. It moves, it breathes. It breathes? It breathes. That's the way that I sort of think of the, the movement. It's the solar flares. You can see that brilliance blooming out. I mean, it's a visual breath. I don't know. That's, that's just the way that I think of it. You said this was something on your list. What else was on your list? And what was this list? <laughs> well, in 2007, I visited the overwintering site of the monarch butterfly in central Mexico. So I was on a mountaintop, and, you know, there were millions of butterflies swirling and falling all around me, and it was an experience of awe. And I had not even heard of the migration in 2007 until I got this assignment. So I started thinking, what else am I missing? So I started keeping a list, and I, you know, I interesting phenomena that, that I heard about, points on Earth where just dazzling things were happening. And then I had my first child, and that experience made me question if I would ever leave my house again, much less go chase after, <laughs> you know, <laughs> phenomena globally. I know exactly uh, so, what you mean. Yeah, so there was a very—I I didn't sleep for a year, and I mean truly to the point of almost having like hallucinations. You know, I'm sleep-deprived. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to leave again. But but another thing happened, too, is that in pregnancy and giving birth, that is an awe-inspiring experience as well and very visceral. It was a visceral experience where I tend to, as a writer, I tend to live in my head, and all of a sudden I was really—I was living in my body— Mm -hmm. rather than just my head. Well, so to a certain extent, you must have felt like the script in our culture tends to have being a mother and being an adventurer as mutually exclusive roles. You know, you're supposed to get your wandering and your adventuring done before you have kids, and then you're supposed to nest and settle down. And, you know, especially during that first year with a newborn, your world gets so small. So small. Down to a room, really. And, and actually, the winter after I gave birth to my son, it was one of the snowiest winters in, on record. And I really was literally in one room of my house. You know, there's a wood stove, and <laughs> it was very small. And at the same time, I wonder if you had the experience I did that I mean, giving birth is the hardest thing I have ever done physically. And it changed me. I mean, I've had two children, and each time... I found a core of strength in myself physically that I had no idea existed. And so you go from that monumental, transformative experience, 
and suddenly you're shut in a room for a year with a, with a newborn. It's just like you have all this strength and you don't know what to do with it. Yes, and that is exactly the experience that I had. And so as my son began to grow, you know, he was he's seeing the world for the first time. And we talk often about childlike wonder, you know, but, you know, I, I couldn't help but wonder, what about a, adult-like wonder? So here I was, I'd had this very transformative experience of giving birth. I was still holding on to this transformative experience of of witnessing one of the most magnificent migrations on earth. And, and so I, I had this list and I thought, well, I'm just going to start doing this. And I don't well, know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. But you know, you could have seen all those things on Nova. I mean, you want to see sharks up close or look into the mouth of an active volcano. It's all on YouTube or DVD these days. That's how most of us see the world's wonders. Right. But we forget. It's not.